Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long we are talking things in the mind and in our body. And how do we make sure that in a mindful May, we are taking care of ourselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. And my guest today is going to be able to talk about a lot of those elements all wrapped up in one. She's a repeat guest and I'm so happy to see her again. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Dr. Serena Goldstein is a naturopathic doctor who helps guide patients to trust and understand something very important, the signals and signs their body is telling them. Wow, because you can find out some great information if you actually listen to it. Now, she uses both natural and conventional medicine modalities, as well as well as spiritual and ancient philosophy-based practices to bring to light another view of what your symptoms are trying to tell you. You better start listening. Now, she's also primary care trained and works with a variety of concerns like stress, hormones, anxiety, gut health, thyroid issues, poor sleep, pretty much anything that we all suffer from. And where she brings in this, her background of psychology, see, to see the whole big picture, how does it come together to help decipher what the body is saying besides just the physical elements and works with her clients and her patients to create a plan for long-term health where they can learn more than possible, or at least what you think might be possible about long-term health. Serena, thank you for being with us again. I'm so excited. Yes, same here. And thank you so much for reaching out. And I'm happy to be here. Well, and I know that when we spoke the last time, we ended up talking a lot about my uh, my fun in menopause. <laughs> and uh, so that's been a journey. We won't got, dive down with that too much, but I just love your background. I know we were having fun just getting caught up before we started taping, but tell me a little bit more about you today, your business, and how what you do helps your patients to shock their overall potential. Yes. So what's interesting is that earlier, um, as you were reading my bio and I'm thinking, oh, wait, did I write all that? (laughs) And as I heard you emphasize, you know, how, yes, my psychology background does really offer me the big picture. Yes, of course, at the same time, I was drawn to psychology, I'm sure for other reasons, you know, of course, for other reasons as well. But I was reminded of a memory earlier this morning as I was just reflecting that when I was in medical school, I so wished that I could be one of those top docs or one of those top students who knew every enzyme, the structure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I certainly memorized and knew very well my fair share of cycles, but they seem to really enjoy like dive deep and especially as doctor and in science, it sounds really impressive when you could list through those chemical structures, say, well, when this adds on an OH group, but then you're taking off a nitrogen group. And, and yet I knew deep down my strength was 
always seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. When I was really little, I used to ask myself, well, in some ways the universe before I knew what those words were, mm-hmm. why are humans even here? Yeah. Like we're just this species. We're no better than anything else. We just have a prefrontal cortex that of course I learned later on. But yet I was so hung up on why can't I have this passion for the seemingly smart molecular stuff? And then I was ignoring all my strengths of seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. So stepping into you know what it means to really, but if I can help my patients see the big picture, that means they're going to be motivated. Yeah. And that means they're also going to understand that they can trust their intuition and they're going to help release some of their fear of the unknown, which means, again, there's no magic pill and they can continue their life's journey. So to your question and into being back into even just what was sort of front and center was from the shock in your potential to even understanding it was we can let so many stereotypes get in our way. I mean, this was, this was from 10 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. And imagine how long something can take before we're even at the place to embrace what's my true gift. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's beautiful. And I, and I totally agree. I, it's funny. You were talking about being a little kid and thinking, why are we here? I used to remember uh, sitting there thinking, okay, I'm in my house and my house is in the city in that time, Spokane, Washington, Spokane mm. is in the state of Washington, Washington's in the U S U S is in the world. The world's mm. in the galaxy. The galaxy's in the universe. What's the universe in? <laughs> and I was probably having that, that conversation in my head at like age five or six, way too big for my brain at that point in time, but it is something that I always come back to. It's not necessarily that, but thinking about how all things are related, um, you know, from where you are and that you may think, okay, right now my, you know, maybe my gut is bothering me for some reason, or um, maybe it was menopause, like we were talking about before. Mm. Um, But those things are a part of us. It's not just, oh, you have a chemical imbalance because of whatever. It's all a part of our makeup. So how we treat it can't be just with one viewpoint or else we may be missing other things that will help not only in our healing, but help in other areas and, and other aspects that are balancing back and forth from whatever that one issue is. And that's a wonderful segue because that's exactly what I began seeing in my patients. So mm-hmm. when I had my practice, so yes, because I was very much specializing in weight and hormones back then. Mm-hmm. When I had my practice though in New York City for about six and a half years, and my own journey was weight and hormones, uh, you know, post mental health and my love of psychology from when I was a teenager and all that leading up to it was eventually my patients, you know, pretty high powered, curious, very like you know, okay, here's how we're going to change the world type of individuals. So now that they've done all the cleanses, the juices, taken the fad supplements, they eat pretty well. They know enough not to, you know, eat McDonald's every day, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They exercise, all these things. What else? Why can't they lose those last few pounds? Mm -hmm. Why are they so brain fogged? Why can't they sleep? And 
what I began feeling was it wasn't just a, okay, sure, they wanted to see some tests too, but it was almost as if the questions were on a deeper level. Yeah. That, and that's what we had to get at. So eventually my practice began shifting to what is motivation even mean? What is that vitality, that spark, you know, all that we can have moving forward? Well, of course, as I'm practicing what I preach, even if I don't, you know, consciously realize it at the time, because I know that's eventually what brought me moving out West in the middle of 2020, was my work with patients, especially at this point is, you're right, people can come in with the same concern. Not only may they leave with different treatment plans, which is most likely because sometimes different causes, you're right, with gut, sometimes we really got to go right to the, literally the root of it. (laughs) To the gut of it. (laughs) Other times, I'll, you know, and, I, and I'm always thinking like, okay, how can I keep teasing their words apart so that I can, you know, educate them because so noticing my mind sometimes works a bit faster, but sometimes it's in the words they're saying, or if they seem very hung up on something, or there's a tough energy to a memory, maybe they haven't released yet, but now it's only in the physical, that's how it's manifesting. So mm-hmm. now it becomes, sure, you can have gut issues from the gut itself, or poor sleep, or even poor hormones. But what if there's an attachment to a memory? And then going even a little further, as I also now go through patients' natal charts, what if there's also certain astrological signs, where Mm -hmm. whether you're having certain planetary positions, certain, you know, or different types of conversations with the planets, or maybe there's a bunch that are representative of the stomach, And that's just happened to be where, if anything is not right in your universe, that's how the physical symptoms are going to manifest. So, yeah, there's this local ecosystem. Then there could be, let's say, general gut health, where we could talk about liver and the pancreas, Mm -hmm. you know, and all the intestines. Then there's a whole ecosystem within our body. Mm This again, like hormones, the adrenals, all of that. But then there's our mind. Then yeah. there's the fact that we're multidimensional beings. And we've been around for thousands of years, far beyond what science and journals have even begun to process and document. Absolutely. So, you know, again, it's like there will always be a bit of that unknown, but can we also cultivate the curiosity to mm-hmm. explore beyond what we can see? Oh. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor for the month. And then I have a new question for you when we come back. So we will be right back. Do you want to be a go-to expert that news reporters, anchors, and media producers turn to? Are you a media professional looking for credible, reliable, and timely guests? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then shock your media potential is for you. This one-of-a-kind platform connects vetted experts with news professionals around the globe. As a part of our launch celebration, you can participate for free in our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference, running March 28th through April 1st. Together with my co-host, Eddie Luisi, known as Stage Manager to the Stars, and also Stage Manager for Good Morning America, We have interviewed 25 media personalities and professionals 
to ask them the questions you need to know the answers to. Like, how can I make myself more newsworthy? How do I best pitch a story? How do I get invited back again and again? And much more. Some of our guests are household names with exceptional on-camera careers. Others are award-winning directors, producers, camera operators, audio engineers, celebrity hair and makeup professionals, and so much more. To learn more about our platform and our conference today, go to shockyourmediapotential.com. And we are back with Dr. Serena Goldstein. And I love, I love the way, I know we had a, you know, a, a discussion that was kind of on this path the last time, but I love the way you look at things. And I want to tell you, since we've last spoken, I found out, and I don't know why, I, I just had never heard the term, but I've, I have found out that I am highly sensitive. And I had never known what that was. I didn't know that was an actual, you know, kind of classification. It has answered a lot of questions for me. Um, and now that I've been working through uh, with um, kind of a coach in that area, I'm finding incredible successes as I'm learning to manage my energy and learning to manage my life and my business differently because of it. But one of the things that I'm still, you know, that are still, I'm getting better at. And, and the, here's my example is I still have like these cravings for sugar a lot. And that's, a, that goes all the way into my background, all my past, everything, um, certain ways I try and do it. But even right now, as we're interviewing, um, I have still the last I, of my cotton candy peeps. I love these things. And I was eating them too much in the last couple, in the last month when I, and not just those other, I have a drawer <laughs> full of candy, like a drawer full of candy. And I was like, why am I going to this all the time? And I started thinking about why I'm going to. And so I, I wrote myself this little sign that says, stop. Do you want a snack or candy? Because many times I'm recognizing now my body is actually asking me for food, good food. And if the sugar is too easily accessible, I will have that. And what happens then is that I don't, my energy actually drains further through the day. And I know these things, you know, you have the spike and it goes down. And I mean, I know those things, you know, I can know them, uh, um, you know, intelligently, but it doesn't always play to reality or the choices I make. And um, so, you know, how we listen to our body is not always easy, especially if it means you have to do something different or you have to start asking, why am I doing this or feeling that way? <laughs> so don't, I mean, don't people still, I think people choose come, to come to you because they know you're going to help them differently, but it also can't be easy when you know that a lot of times to have different results, you have to have different actions, what you're doing for your health. And, and I'm also going to preface this by saying it doesn't mean I don't get pushback from my patients. Yeah. Yeah. But what I also know underlying in everyone is even if they get, even if I do get the pushback, we sometimes just sit with it for a second. And then you could start to see their mind going because we'll find other reasons. So part of what led me down this path, like when it comes to diagnoses, diseases, concerns where we just know is like that Achilles heel in a way, is that I didn't, in this, I guess you could say in this very individualistic society, I felt like I hated being blamed for it. Mm. Like it was my fault. And even as you brought out that sign, I was like, 
oh, that's some harsh energy. That's not fun. I mean, Especially when it says stop with a big exclamation right? point. Right. And honestly, to me, snack and candy, they almost sound like one and the same. So what choices are you like? Imagine if there was like the, that little kid in us that would look at that. They would probably look at that and start crying. That's true. <laughs> and me, I look at him going, okay, I understand. Go have an apple. <laughs> then what happens is, and we see that, and I, God, I remember studies done, when we, give, when we would give little kids vegetables, and then we'd give them candy, but with no explanation of a treat or eat this first, the kids just ate it. Like, they're like human garbage disposals. You just put whatever it is in front of them. The, <laughs> The problem is it's probably us, the adults are being hung up and our stuff that's also been passed down through how many generations. So again, now it's like, oh, wait a second, maybe not everything is our fault. What it does mean to be an adult is that who were responsible for all those things. And that's sometimes really tough because then it's that little kid that says, well, but why? But like what you said, there's this sensitivity that you've grown and will likely continue to grow. The truth is we're all psychic. We're yeah. all, we all have these capacities, but it sounds like what you're learning. And I remember even my journey too, was we also had to learn boundaries. We yeah. had to learn how to man, not manip, not, I'm going to say manipulate energies, but it's more like, we know that the clearer we are, the more success and align and alignment. However, that also means there could be releasing of people, of beliefs, of mm -hmm. what was. There will always be an unknown. So now, even before we get to the sugar, which is usually sweetness of life, in many ways, you're already unpacking a lot of oh my God, what does it mean to sit with the next steps that I need to do in my life? Mm. Oh boy, that's deep. And you're right. I yeah. mean, you're absolutely right. I, mm -hmm. I, as you're talking, I totally, I totally know. <laughs> and, you know, what I'll impart, which is then this is also where I go with my patients as well, is I always... Yes, of course, you know, we'll always do some supplements, honestly, everything from, of course, the vitamins and minerals, maybe flower essences. I do these amazing uh, combination homeopathics, you know, the spectrum, so to speak. But I always leave them with a couple of questions mm -hmm. because I know the fact that your wheels are already turning, I don't expect an answer right now. In fact, to some extent, I'd assume if you did give me an answer, it would probably be the wrong one. And you probably just want to impress me with something, right, which exactly. to then I would say, well, which defense mechanism is kicking in? And is she trying to prove something just because I'm sitting here as the doctor? And then right. we get to work on that part. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. So this is. So then, yes. So let's say, should you open the draw? You know, sign or not, that there is something more. The challenge is how can you work with that inner child, work with, you know, 
what was just said into mm-hmm. really thinking about what what is that sweetness next mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's such a beautiful way to put it I love I wrote down sweetness of life I mean that's a, just a it's like a it makes me want to take a deep breath you know like oh okay so it's not right or wrong or good or bad there's something that's here that I can listen to or that I should I should be considering or contemplating. Um, and you're right. I think there is an element. I mean, when I have candy, I don't have, you know, I do, like we talked last time, I, I enjoy dark chocolate. Um, that's something I can do in moderation. But I think sometimes when I have a piece of dark chocolate, I feel like I'm being a good adult taking my dark chocolate. But when I, when I, <laughs> but I buy candy for my candy drawer, it's just, it's little kid candy. It's totally little kid candy. So there's some there's something more there. I'm gonna to have to investigate this a little farther. Wait, yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, you're already starting to pick up on some clues because then the other kind of um, asterisk I always give to this is of course, also why people come and see me is because I am very well versed. And at the same time, let's make sure we just check your macros, do the labs, you know, go in because we're still in a physical body, but the work on the day-to-day, because there is such a strong mind-body connection, mind-body-soul connection, I should say, that, yes, something to at least think about, consider, because the other pieces, then what happens is, and I've gone through this too, is let's say when we know we're eating this candy, Mm -hmm. then we know we're eating it now with this new vibration and this new knowledge, you want to talk about an anxiety attack kicking in. Oh yeah. That's why be when, because all of a sudden that mindset isn't matching what you just transmuted and the anxiety and the stuff that comes in. So FYI, this is also to be willing to heal, to be willing to move to that next piece, so to speak, is also being able to say, oh my God, wait, I'm actually getting really anxious now. Mm-hmm. Sure, you you could keep eating and then sometimes people just eat till they're numb or go, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then are you also ready to take responsibility at this right. next level too? Well, and what I wrote down while you were just talking too is yeah. like eating it mindfully. So if I'm going to have one, then enjoy it and have, have it be an experience. Have one yeah. and have it be a total experience, but focus on it so that it's not mindless and it's, and then it's not good or bad. It's, it's an experience mm-hmm. would, that would treat my, myself and my psyche a lot better. Yes. Because then at some point you may find that when you, that when all the stuff eventually, I, I'm not I was about to say get removed, but it's more like a transmutation, um, you know, taking a lot of the labels off, is that then actually what I find, same thing like work in working with patients will say, okay, we get this higher thought process, this bigger picture, all of a sudden, there may be no more candy draw. Because oh, all of a sudden, food is food is food. Right. And you're literally feeding your body what it needs. But you also are getting stronger in that intention of that you're releasing the attachment to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what it becomes. Hmm. 
So is some of this, you know, because I know you brought it up earlier talking about yeah. doing people's charts and, you know, their birth charts and when they're born in the alignment. And that's something that I've been really fascinated by the last few months, especially. Um, in fact, I use an app that has, you know, kind of pattern stuff about what's going mm -hmm. on with the moons. And that's really actually been really eye-opening for me about when it's a good time to be working on a project versus, you know, maybe prospecting for clients or versus just saying, I need to take a day off. It's really been, oh, I'm not following it that closely, but it's been really eye-opening. But my question is, are some of these factors, um, you know, maybe it's a, you know, it's a candy drawer kind of addiction or something. Is some of that, you know, something that has come or that you, that we can see if you really understand our, uh, you know, somebody's chart that maybe there's um, similarities about people about when they were born is, does that affect oh, I, any of us? I, I believe it to some extent. Um, I mean, I remember, what was it? it? Yeah, it was actually around our last podcast in 2020. I pretty much hibernated in my room most of the summer tearing apart my natal chart I, you know eventually I what was it I did have a brief astrology reading you know with someone a few months prior but I couldn't it's not that I I knew who I was yes you could say the soul level and deep down but it was like my mind had problems believing why I felt so different than everyone mm -hmm. and everything else around me Mm -hmm. And so I was just tearing apart my needle, you know, all the, you know, what the different positions mean, what the planets mean, um, just any, any way I could read it. So what I've noticed, at least in, you know, the, the very beginning, or maybe how I'll broach it to patients is you're a thousand percent correct with the moon. Mm. It makes sense. I mean, we are part of nature. If moons can move tides of the ocean and most yeah. of our body is liquid, yes, it may hit our organs in a certain way, which is going to cause firing issues of whether it's hormones, neurotransmitters, enzymes, you know, all of that. Um, there is that astronomy part to astrology. So mm -hmm. yes, you could say how the planets were mapped and then astrology is that observation. Mm -hmm. And so... It's one of those, it's amazing to dive into, but again, it's never the end all and be all. Right. But when it comes to sugars, you know, addiction, you know, a lot of that is kind of third eye, you know, that's where I'll think about, you know, what if there is a part in the chart and, you know, whether it's I catch it, an astrologer catches it, that maybe needs to be recognized or brought to light. Because then I could even go into the psychology if we have at least seven different defense mechanisms that actually keep a lot of stuff down so mm. we don't go completely off the walls to what we, <laughs> yeah. you know, because, hey, sometimes we have memories that don't surface until we're so-called ready. And that's what our ego does. So right. our ego could be a good or it, in balance. It's the good thing. Right. But um, to your question about the chart, though, it is where I find that we can learn more about ourselves to look into the past to help us get an idea, not just for the future, but also the present, you know, that kind of mm -hmm. where we're going. Um, the moon is a great place to notice. The nodes 
are also super simple because you only need your birthday. Like you don't need to know the time you were born. Mm -hmm. um, so then, so the South node is like past life karma. The North node is kind of that destiny of where we're going. So mm -hmm. let's say where I find it helpful is if I go through a patient's chart and I get an idea of like, you know, the characteristics of their signs of like, oh, let me, then I can look a little deeper into some of those behavioral patterns, get an idea mm -hmm. of if I'm like, hey, take a breath but I'm talking to someone that has mostly fire in their charts. Yeah. I'm either going to have to give them a really freaking good reason to yeah, stop and exactly. take a breath or, <laughs> Hey, maybe when you're in the middle of exercising, oh, you, know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, kind of shift things a little bit, but, um, but the nodes though, you know, what I would say is if you do find yourself repeating something wanting to know why similar thoughts take a look at your south node okay because that's like past life karma that's a lot of the stuff that to some extent we were born with but at the same time i know there's people too like we can blame our chart for a lot of shit mm -hmm. and i remember and i and i've had moments and it's taken a long time to even also think about wait but that means our chart was also made for us. Right. And that's the North node, the, ah. the North, think true North mm -hmm. that's moving forward. So if you find yourself wanting to, you know, where I think of it too, embrace, and I've thought about it like, okay, but, but can't someone just like, tell me what to do? And <laughs> they can just like, I mean, I know what I want to create, but can't they just, I don't know, like put it together. Well, no, because with an Aries North node that I have and starting off the first sign of the Zodiac, first sign of, you know, that's the spring, like right. the baby, the fire, the whoo, take off. Uh-uh, my North node is that I create. I get the fine. I'm going to have a lot of people help me in this life. Yeah but I'm going to have to be the one with the idea. So the moment I start to feel some of that codependency kick in, I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'll likely get another sign from the universe too, that may or may not knock me on my ass. But <laughs> that's a whole other thing. you just got to hold on and go with it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fascinating. I love, I'm so glad we had you back on. And I love, yeah. um, I love your approach of what you're trying to do because you truly look at taking care of somebody physically with your medical school background, emotionally, um, you know, with psychology, but understanding all these other parts, you really do. I can I take a big picture approach and it seems, it just feels, feels like a hug. Actually. I don't, Aww. I don't, that's the best way I can describe it. And I know we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes. Plus, we've already talked about having you back maybe later this summer to do talk about supplements and different things. Because I know that last time you got me started taking B-complex and I wrote down note on it and oh. I was like, and I stopped. Then I stopped for a while and I kept wondering, what am I supposed to take? And when you said that, I'm like, oh, she told me that. So I'm going to go get that again. Um, but I know we're going to have all your contact information. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now because you've, you know, touched their, you know, something within them as well, what's the best way for them to find you? Of course, the best way is my website is drserenagoldstein.com. Even if you Google that, 
I am all over social media. So on my website, you can connect with me on social media. I do free newsletters. I even have a gift little pop up there. And then I offer complimentary 20 minute phone calls. So if this sparked something and you're like, oh, wait, what would my bigger picture look like? I'm more than happy to hop on a call and just, yeah, share some wisdom. I love it. Well, speaking of that, and you've already shared a lot of wisdom, but do you have any <laughs> last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh my, um, I know it's, I'm, I was, <laughs> the first words that are coming to me is trust your gut. Mm. Even, even if you're not so-called always sure, I, you know, it's funny, I was thinking about it again, the other kind of, you could say synchronistic as I was coloring this morning, thinking, wait, does this count? This can't count as work because it's coloring in a coloring Think of those times that just sometimes the way I color is, and I'll bring this to a point, is I'll say, okay, what color do I need? Because Mm -hmm. it's very low risk. Mm -hmm. You know, if I pick a color, okay, now, which one am I gonna fill in? It's almost like a way of practicing my intuition Mm -hmm. or what, what picture am I visualizing now? So when I say trust your gut, what are times you have trusted in the past and it's worked out or maybe those hindsight times? And then even think of those, even if it's just what seems like, oh, just an activity as you said, that, that could also be very mindful too. I love it. I love it. What color do I need? Not what color is expected of me to put in this picture, but what do I need right now? Oh yeah. I try. Oh, what was it? Uh, oh yeah. No, I think I like even left the sky as white. Oh yeah. 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 Try letting that. So even something simple was like, but, but, but it's blue. But... <laughs> no, the flowers got painted blue. Not the... there. You go. You're like whatever. I like blue flowers. <laughs> I love it, Dr. Serena. I am so glad we had you back on again. Thank you so much for everything you've shared. You have been again a fantastic guest. Well, I'm very glad to again be on and share the wisdom and be in this conversation. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.